It's good to have you here this evening. My name is Dallas Johnson. I really appreciate you joining me here this evening on the live stream. And uh, I'm so glad that you've joined me this evening. I want to talk to you about how to get your own dealer's license. Say it time and time again. I think having a dealer's license is truly one of the world's greatest businesses because, you know, you're going to be able to buy vehicles, mark them up and sell them for a profit. And and the great thing about having a dealer's license as well is you've got unlimited technical support from a state agency in your state. So every state has laws regarding dealerships and every state has what's called like a dealer licensing bureau. And they usually work in the capital cities and their full-time job is to answer questions and give you most of them will give you unlimited technical support. There's a couple states that you have some problems getting a hold of the license bureaus, uh, the dealer license bureaus or offices, uh, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but they are certainly uh, some state agencies that make it pretty hard to uh, contact them, but the majority do not. So I appreciate you being here. Maybe you're watching live this evening. Uh, if you want to chat your chat your questions to me, I'm going to do my very best to answer those questions uh, this evening. Or you can always uh, leave comments for me on the YouTube channel. Uh, I want you to be very aware. I've launched a new website, and there you see it. It's uh, dealerslicense.com. If you want to get a dealer's license, uh, we are going to put a ton of information on that new website for you. And the information on that website is all going to be free. So uh, I'm going to be having a lot of videos on there that you can't see anywhere else. And I'm going to show you hopefully how to get your dealer's licenses in a uh, shortest amount of time. So uh, uh, dealerslicense.com. So thank you for joining me. Chat those questions to me. And, you know, uh, I really want you to be aware that I feel like if you are, if you're watching this right now, you know, you have basically already taken the first step in becoming a licensed motor vehicle dealer. Years ago, I never, ever would have dreamed that I could uh, get a dealer's license, but I was able to, you know, navigate a few hurdles and problems and I got my dealer's license. And I'll never forget the first time that license was mailed to me. And I thought, I did it. I got a dealer's license. And I realized, uh, you know, it's really an easy process. That You just have to complete some steps before you apply. Some of these steps take a couple of minutes online. Some of them are a little bit more extensive. And, uh, you know, once you've completed those steps, you'll be able to apply for your state dealer's license. And not only are you going to be able to get into your dealer's, uh, your state's dealer auctions, you can go to every dealer auction in the United States and Canada. And there's even still a couple down in Mexico that'll allow you in with a a dealer's license. So you can use your dealer's license to really get into any dealer auction in the United States. And what's happening right now, dealer auctions, pricings uh, has leveled back out where a year ago or during the pandemic, you couldn't buy a vehicle at the dealer auctions. They were asking too much money at all of them. And you heard all the ads in the last couple of years, we'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. So uh, that has definitely uh, um, led to a lot of high prices at dealer auctions. Well, they have come back down. So you're going to be able to get into dealers license. You're going to be able to get into dealer auctions with your dealer's license, buy vehicles at wholesale, and then mark them up to retail. So if you have any questions, please do. Please do chat them to me. I'm, uh, this is my first uh, um uh, and I see a first question there. Is the TPT easily approved? Please let me know what the TPT is, okay? So TPT, I don't know what that means. So Gabriel, if you want to uh, te- text another question there, I will certainly do my best to answer that question. And hopefully by the end of this uh, live stream, I'll be able to kind of share that with you. So, you know, having a dealer's license, like I say, it's it's the world's greatest business. I've been training dealers uh, all across the United States for 
uh, 17 years now. If you're in one of my dealer classes, I like to joke around and say, you know, I've been, I was training the dealers that were selling the Model Ts. I've been training dealers so long and I really enjoy it. And I love helping, you know, somebody like you that's thinking about starting your own business. I love helping you navigate all the simple channels and get your dealer's license and get your business open. So uh, one of my goals, if you ever decide to, you know, allow me to assist you in getting your dealer's license is to uh, get your license as soon as possible, get your business open as soon as possible, get you making some money as soon as possible. So I want to talk about the process tonight, uh, or maybe you're watching on the on the uh, rebroadcast. So, And I'm also going to be posting all of our podcasts right there on dealerslicense.com. So on dealerslicense.com, uh, I'm going to be posting all of our uh, podcasts, uh, all the video trainings posted there as well. And we are trying to link up to bond and insurance providers. So, you know, uh, that is definitely something if, if we can help you with, I certainly will look forward to that. So, you know, a couple of things I want you to be aware of. You know, one of the things I, I'm a big believer in, ethic, uh, ethics and integrity will take you to the very pinnacle um, of this industry. You know, if you're ready to operate this business ethically, well, you're going to go to the very pinnacle profit-wise. But, but you just have to follow a few simple sets of rules and guidelines, uh, you know, and when you do that, when you maintain compliance, you're going to have this license for many, many, many years. And I'm, I'm going to—I I talk extensively. Uh, you know, if you don't follow the rules, there's two things that will happen: you will either either get heavy fines or your license revoked. You know, and I—I'm going to tell you some stories that I know. I know dealers that have actually went to prison, but they did some really, really bad stuff. You know, so uh, I think no matter what, if you operate ethically. Uh, then you're going to have the opportunity to have this license for many, many years. And you're going to be able to buy that vehicle wholesale and market up my thousands of dollars for a huge profit. And, you know, I, I always get asked in my class, what's a typical markup? Well, you have to you have to kind of play the market and see what the, what the market's paying. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, a big believer. You, you want to mark up your vehicles as high as you can. This is a business, and you want to make as much money as you can. So I'm a big believer to mark your vehicles up as high as you possibly can and be willing to negotiate those back down. And, uh, you know, there it, it's still it's surprising how many customers will come in and pay your full asking price without even negotiating, and they'll write you a check on the spot. There's a lot of customers that don't want to mess with negotiating. They'll come right in, and they will, uh, you know, They'll give you your full price. Now that doesn't always happen. Obviously, a lot of there's some negotiation strategy as well. Uh, but you know, I, I and I'll, I'll always start off. I'm always a big believer. Uh, there, there was a period in my time uh, when I was operating pretty aggressively. I was standing in the lease return lines and I was buying vehicles and marking them up on an average of about three thousand five hundred to four thousand, and always was wanting was willing to negotiate those down, which I normally did. And then also, uh, I always want you to be aware there were some there were some times when I took those vehicles back to the dealer auction and sold them for less than what I paid initially. But that's very rare, very rare. But uh, you you need to now. I'll, I will, I'll never ever buy a vehicle at a dealer auction again that I know that's not going to sell on a lot. So that's one of the things about getting into your dealer licenses. So. Uh, uh, and I see, hey, Gabriel, for that question again, the privilege tax number, what state are you asking about? Okay, so just shoot me a, a state there that you're getting your license in, and I'll try and see if I can answer that question. So you've asked what a, a trans, I can't even read that first name, that first word there, but a privilege tax number in your state, transaction privilege tax number, and I'm not sure what state you're in. So let me know what state you're in, and I will certainly see if I can uh, uh, talk about that to you here this evening. Okay, so, you know, and 
something else that I found out, you know, when you get into some heavy equipment, RVs, commercial trucks, things like that, you know, sometimes their profits do range a lot higher. And, uh, you know, I, I sold a, I, I let everybody know this. I sold a Peterbilt once, uh, Peterbilt truck, and, and I made, I made $6,000 profit. And I thought that was pretty good, you know? So, uh, anyway, they've got, uh, just so many different pricing strategies. You definitely need to show, uh, that you're being prepared to buy correctly. But, you know, our research has shown that the average dealer in the United States nets about $319,000 a year. And some of these, some of these were uh, pre-pandemic figures, so the pandemic obviously affected things. Uh, but there are some dealers that dramatically grew during the pandemic. And uh, so this evening, I want to kind of talk about what steps you're going to need to complete in order to get your dealer's license. And I want to kind of explain bonds, insurance, things like that. And you can always see our new website, dealerslicense.com. And you won't see it here, but uh, you're going to be hearing some of my podcasts here, and you'll hear this lady a lot. You are listening. Uh, anyway, that's my announcer there. I'll play her again you here. Are so listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And if you're doing the replay, you can hear that, uh, hopefully. Hey, my name is Dallas Johnson. I operated a profitable dealership for several years, and I'm the lead instructor for the Automobile Dealer Training Association. So I travel the country training motor vehicle dealers just like you, folks just like you that have never had a business in their life and are ready to open a business for the first time. Or maybe you're a business owner and you're doing this as a side business. Usually this side business takes over your other business and profits. Uh, or I'll, I'll talk to someone that says, hey, I'm thinking about doing a, thing, a few things uh, on my days off uh, for my job. And all of a sudden they retire from their job. And uh, they're running their dealership. You know, it's it's a high it's a high profit industry, but it is tightly regulated. Any industry like this is tightly regulated because if you're going to get an insurance license, that can be pretty profitable. So you know, you have to take training. That's highly regulated. If you're going to get a real estate license, that's highly regulated. If you're if you're going to be you know selling securities, they're all highly regulated. They tend to be pretty high profits. So that's why we have so many of these uh, regulations in each state. But it's actually quite easy to maintain your compliance. It really is actually extremely easy to maintain compliance. There's you know a few sets of rules and guidelines in every state, and it's very, very easy to just follow the simple rules and guidelines. And you can get your own dealer's license. It's a phenomenal business. And if you are into people, I would say, you know, this business is not really about cars and trucks. It's about people because you meet some of the, the most incredible people uh, that you'll be selling vehicles to, you know, retail customers that are going to come in and uh, give you full price on those vehicles. I know they're going to, a lot, a lot of good folks will definitely uh, negotiate your prices down. So uh, it's a great business. And even it, it, it's a great first business because number one, uh, you know, you can take some of our video training there and you're going to realize that it is a, uh, you know, very, profitable business, uh, but you're also going to realize there's just, you know, there's a few simple sets of rules and guidelines. So I, I definitely want to talk about that with you here uh, this evening. You know, I, I basically have traveled, like I said, traveled the country for years and years helping dealers start this business. And, uh, you know, when you get this license, uh, it is tightly regulated. And so I'm going to show you those regulations, basically, uh, whatever state, state that you're getting your uh, dealer's license in. So let me know if you have any questions there. Chat those questions. I see we got some folks watching tonight. Or if you just want to sit back and relax and ride along, then uh, we'll certainly do that. Please go to dealerslicense.com and you're going to be able to view all of our videos and all the podcasts, include this one, including this one that I'm recording uh, right now. So, hey, one thing I want you to be really, really aware of, you know, I'm a big believer that when you get your dealer's license, 
uh, your state is granting you permission to go make as much money as you can. So when you get your dealer's license, the state says, hey, here's a license. Go make as much money as you can, as long as you're willing to follow just a few simple sets of rules and guidelines. So they're basically handling you a license that can help you achieve unlimited profits. When you follow all the steps that are needed to obtain your dealer's license, uh, you know, you're going to gain access into those auctions. You can you can sell retail to your customers on the lot. You can sell wholesale to other dealers. You can also export vehicles. So there's a huge, huge market to export vehicles worldwide from the United States. We have a we actually have a surplus of vehicles, and there are vehicles that can be driven in other countries that can't be driven in the United States. Certain certain flood damage uh, vehicles and things like that, they export those to other countries, and I, and I guarantee you. Uh, you know, when there's folks exporting vehicles to other countries and they've done it for years and years, uh, you know, there's a huge, huge lucrative portion of this business, and that's exports. Maybe you're going to start your business right there on your corner lot or maybe at your highway. Some some states allow you to run this business at your home. Not many, but there's a few. There's a few out there that will let you run your business at home. And, uh, you know, so it's it's really going to be amaze you how cheap you're going to buy these vehicles for at the dealer auctions and then sell them on the lot or in another country or to another dealer. And you're going to realize, like I said, it's a very high markup industry. And that's why we have so many regulations. And by the way, on a side note, I've had a real estate license. I've had an insurance license and I've had a dealer's license. And I made a lot more money with my dealer's license than I ever did in real estate and insurance combined. So that's something I was trying to share with everybody, you know, so I get calls a lot or emails. Hey, listen, I want to get into the dealer auctions, but I want to go out and get a license. I don't really want to, you know, have a lot or a building or a location or anything like that. Well, if you don't have a dealer's license, you are not going to get into any dealer auction. So depending on your state, you know, more than likely, you're going to have to get some type of location that's not your home. There are rare states that allow that. But I'm going to talk about Going out, maybe you've got to rent an office in your state. Maybe other states require you have a building and a lot. So there's a lot of different state regulations that you'll definitely need to be aware of in your state. And that's one thing on the dealerslicense.com website. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to have links and every type of question of yours should be answered on that website. This is my this is my new project, is this new website. And it's a, it's a project, so it is definitely... Um, in the process of being developed and hopefully extensively will be able to uh, assist anyone to get their dealer's license. Uh, you know, one catch to keeping your dealer's license is just you, you've got to follow your dealer licensing division guidelines at all times. You just really have to do this. I can't I can't stress the importance of comp of compliance. You know, if you also if you lose your dealer's license in one state, there's another chance, a great chance that a, a state in another another state will not allow you to have a dealer's license. So I've looked at many, many applications that will ask you, hey, have you lost your license in another state? Well, you got to let them know if you lie, it's a huge fine or even worse, you know, so you have to make sure that you're always answering questions correctly. So you can get your license suspended. You can get it taken away. You can get penalties. So I'm not trying to scare you at all. I just, I want to let you know there are just some, some simple steps you'll be able to take uh, in order to get your license. But if you do ever not follow those rules and uh, you, and uh, take this thing for granted, you, you really could you really could lose it. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So let's go ahead and talk about this. I want to talk kind of about some basic startup steps in order to get your dealer's license. Because here's the trick. You just have to complete some steps. You know, you're going to have to go out. You're going to have to get a bond. I'm going to show you how to do that. You're going to have to uh, get probably some insurance. 
And those are your two biggest cost factors are your insurance and your bond. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, there's a you know, you probably have to register with your secretary of state's office. Uh, you know, there's uh, you might have to get a, what's called a sales tax license. If you're in a state that requires you to uh, collect sales tax, then you'll have to get one of those sales tax licenses, you know. Uh, you know, so w- with that being said, I kind of want to talk about just the uh, startup process real quick here. And I want you to be aware you can download all of this information at dealerslicense.com. If you're watching live tonight, then go ahead and chat me your questions. If not, leave some comments on the on the website or on the YouTube channel. Uh, got the big YouTube channel. We've got over 5,000 subscribers now. I should say we. Well, this is me. <laughs> Uh, but we we just surpassed 5,000 subscribers. That's not a lot by YouTube standards, but I was pretty proud uh, when we finally uh, passed 5,000. So I was really, uh, you know, I was really happy about that. So please tell your friends about this. They can watch this on the uh, on the uh, w- rebroadcast. And if you find any any information that you think would be helpful to a friend of yours, please please share this with them. Or you can always. Uh, check us out the dealer training podcast. I've been giving that podcast for a long time and you can find it on Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, and you know, on the dealerslicense.com website, you'll be able to also check out all those podcasts as well. So something else we'll talk about is advertising is, and when you're advertised, uh, motor vehicles, it can really be an important component in bringing in business. So let's, first of all, no matter what you're going to have to do, you're going to have to complete your state's dealer license application. And there's 50 different states with 50 completely different license dealer license, uh, state dealer license applications. And uh, with that being said, I'm sure it's just the same for our friends up in North in Canada, you know, so they've all got their own uh, state guidelines. So a lot of states will allow you to basically uh, fill out an application and mail it. Some more and more states are requiring online applications, and most of these applications are pretty extensive. But you can usually uh, you just have to make sure that you've got all the documents you need before you apply. And that's one thing. Hopefully, you'll be able to find out on the website dealerslicense.com. So, uh, you know, you'll be able to go through that process and we'll have links to state dealer licensing bureaus, uh, videos for you, everything that can possibly be helpful for you. So you've always got to um, make sure and get that application submitted. Now, a lot of states, a lot of states require some type of criminal check or or, uh, maybe fingerprints. So some states just allow you to do this real easy online background check that you can do with an internet connection on your computer. But more states now are requiring fingerprinting. And when you get your fingerprints done, uh, they just basically want to make sure that you are not some hardened criminal that just got out of uh, uh, San Quentin for, uh, you know... (laughs) doing whatever. Uh, So basically, they require you, when you get your dealer's license, you need to be of a higher level of ethical standards than the average person walking down the street. So your state realizes when you get your dealer's license, you are going to have oversight over very large financial transactions. So, you know, when you get your dealer's license, uh, most of the vehicles you sell to your customers, they're going to be worth several thousands of dollars. And these are significant financial transactions that the state is giving you responsibility over because there's a lot of times it'll probably just be you and one customer doing a deal where this is your customer's very, you know, some of their home's largest investments is that vehicle. So before your state wants to give you a dealer's license, they want to make sure you didn't get out of prison for robbing a bank or something like that. They do require dealers to be basically of a higher level of ethical standards than the average person walking down the street. And they just 
you know, want to make sure you didn't roll back odometers or something like that. So uh, dealerslicense.com, go to that website, and we will have connections to your state agency and hopefully to the background check um, links as well. Now, here's something I hear a lot. I hear a lot from, uh, you know, folks all over the country, okay? I want to get a dealer's license and get in the dealer auctions and buy vehicles wholesale, but I don't want to get a lot. I don't want to go out and get a business. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to rent a place or anything like that. Well, in most cases, then if you're not willing to make a, a financial investment in renting a property, you're probably not going to get a dealer's license because only a few handful of states allow a dealer's license at your home. Now, if you go into this with the mentality that you're going to make a lot of money, and this is a business, and you got to invest money to open your business, obviously. But when you decide to do this, uh, you know, I would never, ever hesitate paying several hundreds of dollars a month. Even I wouldn't hesitate to pay thousands of dollars a month for a, a good location that is uh, going to allow you to sell a lot of vehicles. I mean, like, just, I mean, if you're, just say, for example, you got a 2,000 month rent on a place, well, hopefully you're making that on one sale. I mean, you might not always, but sometimes you definitely will. Now you, you get several sales a month. Well, there's easy, think about the math here. You know, I mean, even if you're only marking your vehicles up, a th you know, making only a thousand profit on them and you only sell two a month, well, you just covered a $2,000 a month rental cost. Now that's pretty high. You know, I think if you drive around your area, you should be able to find a location, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's affordable. Now you can check LoopNet. Um, I'm always a big uh, Craigslist. I'm a big believer that one of the best ways you can find a location to get a dealer's license is to go out and burn a couple tanks of gas in your area. Go into areas that you don't normally frequent, and you will be able to find a location, depending on whether you're getting the location in a lot. But the, the main thing, as I stress, in every dealer training program that I've ever given, you've got to make sure that building meets local zoning. So, so how do you find that out? We're going to talk about that right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I hope you can listen to this podcast again. It's on all, it's the Dealer Training Podcast, and I'm doing a live stream right now. So please do chat your questions to me, and you can always watch this uh, on YouTube on the replay and also go to dealerslicense.com. Okay. You've got to make sure that building meets local zoning because I have literally talked to potential dealers that went out and bought a building thinking they were going to have a dealer's license there, only to have a city say they could not have a dealer's license there. So it's imperative, no matter what location you're using, even if you are able to use your home, you've got to meet local zoning. So that's why most homes won't qualify, because most cities will absolutely not allow a dealer's license at a home. But you can call your city hall, or if you're out in a rural area, make sure and call your county. And I've even had folks say, well, listen, there's already a dealership right there now. I should be able to get a license because they left. Well, not necessarily, because sometimes cities will change the zone, and they might have grandfathered in an old, old dealer, and maybe they don't allow any new dealers. So you definitely, before you ever rent, buy, or sign on the dotted line, you want to make sure that location is zoned correctly. Okay, that's a big top priority. Now, there's a, a couple things here. Wholesale, wholesale licenses uh, are not going to require a lot, okay? But almost every license in the country, if you want to sell retail to customers, that if you want to be able to sell somebody that doesn't have a dealer's license, you're going to almost in every state have to have some type of little display lot. Now, I've seen so many companies now, uh, companies all over the country that will rent you an office space like with two spaces in the parking lot, 
and they might have they might have 16, 20 or more dealer licenses in that building, and they're to- totally compliant with state law. That happens. That there's several states that allow that. Many states don't. There's states that have a maximum of two dealers in a building, and I imagine there's probably a couple states I'm not aware of that can only have one license in a building. So most states do allow uh, multiple licenses in a building. But anyway, find that location. Or I'm always going to be a big. Uh, I'm always going to recommend finding your own location with your own lot, even if it's a small lot with four or five spaces, uh, 10 spaces, whatever, that's going to be your lot. And you're not going to have to intermingle uh, anything whatsoever, which you're actually not allowed to do in the first place. But uh, I'm always going to recommend that you go out, you find that location and you go ahead and make sure it meets local zoning and then you can have a location. Okay. But after that, a couple of other things you'll need to be aware of. Many states require you have some type of phone. A lot of states are allowing a cell phone, but some states still require a landline. So you might have to have a landline telephone in that location that you're using there. Okay. So, uh, uh, and you're, um, every state requires the building to be identified. Even if you're, you know, in an office complex without a lot, you're still going to have to have a business sign. So every state in our country requires that building that you're going to be using to have a business sign. Any digital sign company or printing shop, like on Amazon or something like that, can get you a sign produced. Uh, you know, the very first time I got my dealer's license, many, 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 many years ago, I put a sign on this outbuilding. And it cost $35. It had to have my dealership name and my hours. And I actually uh, only spent $30 on that. And that thing, that set in that building, I drove by like, my gosh, like 17 years later. And it was still in that, hanging in that building out there. But, okay, so a couple other things that I want to really delve into here. Okay, we're going to talk about two very, very important components of your business. And the first one is going to be your dealer surety bond. Every state requires you get a dealer surety bond. Now, a dealer surety bond is you can get one no matter what. No matter what your credit score, you're going to be able to get a dealer surety bond. And there's different prices for different credit scores. So most states are going to, most states require a $50,000 bond. There are a few 25 and 35, and there are a few hundred. But uh, and I think a few seventy five. But the majority of states require a fifty thousand dollar dealer surety bond. Now, is a diff, uh, a fifty thousand dollar dealer surety bond going to cost you fifty thousand dollars? Well, of course not. No, it's based on your credit score. So with good credit, you should be able to get a bond, a fifty thousand dollar bond, anywhere from. I'm I'm just going to give you a rough estimate here. About two hundred fifty dollars a year to around three hundred fifty dollars a year. That's with good credit. Okay. A couple of blemishes on your credit score. I think there's an excellent chance that you might be spending about eight to nine hundred dollars a year on that. Maybe a thousand if you got a few more blemishes. Now, if you start to get into really bad credit, then that can cost three thousand or more a year, and that's for fifty thousand dollars. So, okay, so it's very much based on your credit. So, uh, and what that bond does, it just ensures that you are going to operate with the very highest level of ethical standards on every transaction. So let's just say, for example, an old school unethical dealer got their dealer's license and sold defective vehicles and wasn't disclosing those defects to the customers. Well, first of all, they broke in multiple state and federal laws. You can't do that, obviously. Uh, but just that's what the bonds are for. You know, let's say some dealer breaks a bunch of laws and they get their license revoked and they're bankrupt, broke. They don't have a lot or a penny to their name. The previous customers would be able to seek financial recourse on that bond. So the customer, you know, no matter how broke you are, which you're not going to be if you're following the rules, um, they could sue that bond for $50,000. So that's a dealer surety bond. And you can get your quotes. Uh, we're, we're setting this up on dealerslicense.com. Just uh, click on the bond button up there and you can get a free quote. And even if it's a, you know, we send that out to multiple 
carriers, in fact, 30 plus carriers. So uh, it'll match your credit score with the carrier that's hopefully giving you the most reasonable rates. And you can make payments on those. If for some reason you want to make payments on your bond, it's very, very easy to do. Set up payments. So go to dealerslicense.com, click on that bond button there, bond quote, and you can get your free quote at dealerslicense.com. And that's one way that you're able to support all the free content that we're going to be issuing in a massive amount on dealerslicense.com. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. As stated, this is going to be uh, the podcast will be uh, on there as well. So that's dealer. That's a dealer bond, and many times a dealer bond is actually confused with a different requirement that's totally different, and that is your insurance. Now, many states have different licensing requirements for insurance. Now, a bond is to protect your customers from like unethical dealers. The insurance covers your inventory. So you have to have insurance on your inventory. Now, states states are a little bit different here. Some states require that you get your insurance before you actually uh, can get your license. Now, other states say you can go ahead and get your license, but you have to have insurance on your vehicles before they can be test drive, driven by customers. So so you have to get insurance, no matter what, either before you get your dealer's license or after. And, and I'm often asked, well, how much is the insurance? Well, the insurance is based on a couple of factors. It is based, number one, on your driving record. So if you have a good driving record, you're going to pay the cheapest rates for insurance. If you have a horrendous driving record, then you're going to pay higher insurance. It's also based on your experience. Now, it's my findings that most, uh, you know, most insurance companies, there's a lot of insurance companies that will require a dealer have at least three years of dealership ownership experience before they'll insure them. So you have to kind of get to that three-year plateau of ownership to where you level off and should be paying those same prices as all the other dealers. However, if you haven't had a dealer's license before, you're probably going to pay the highest rates. So I want you to be aware of that. But also, uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you want to make sure and get a requote after three years because there are a lot more companies that will actually issue you an insurance policy after you've got three years of dealership ownership experience. Okay, so keep that in mind. It's normally going to be based on uh, geographic area. So the closer your dealer's license is to a downtown core, the higher the prices go up, the lower you go, the more you go out to like suburban and uh, rural areas, then just like any other property policy, it'll go down. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind. It also is determined upon the number of dealer plates that you have. Now your state might allow a certain amount of dealer plates based on the number of sales. That's usually how they work. Um, and you know, if let's just say, for example, uh, uh, you just didn't have a very good year and you don't need too many dealer plates, well, that will actually lower your pricing. So that's something to be aware of. Okay. So, Hey, I always recommend get multiple quotes because what I found here, you might have one insurance agent on one side of the street that's asking like $700 a year for a policy and insurance agent right across the street, right across the street from her is asking $5,000 for the same type of coverage. So normally there's going to be two different levels of coverage that will keep you legal in your state. Bare bones, dealer, garage, sometimes we call it dealer garage liability. And this is usually going to be the very bare bones uh, requirement to get insurance in your state. Now, notice how I said dealer garage. You don't have to have a garage in most states. Some states require you have a garage. There's not many of them, though. You don't normally have to have a garage to have a dealer's license. But dealer garage or dealer liability. And I want you to be aware it's just like liability on your own policy, on your own vehicle. You know, if your customer wrecks one of your demos into another vehicle, uh, you know, it's going to fix the other vehicle won't fix your property. So it'll get you in 
to get your dealer's license with the least amount of an investment, but also gives you the least amount of coverage. And I'm going to recommend, I recommend, you're going to have some vehicles in your possession. I recommend starting out, and you might think of it as full coverage, but we don't call it that. We call it dealer's open lot. So a dealer's open lot policy does not cover, say, for example, uh, a certain amount for your vehicles that you're on your lot. Let's say you got $50,000 worth of coverage, you know, uh, it is for the dollar amount. Okay, so it's never based on the number of vehicles. It's based on the dollar amount. So hopefully that's uh, something you'll be aware of. Now, think about this. You definitely want this because uh, let's just say you live in a state that has tornadoes or uh, hurricanes or earthquakes or bad storms. I mean, I've seen more than one dealer have their entire inventory wiped out in a storm. I've seen a direct hit on a Toyota dealership that uh, it destroyed 700 brand new vehicles in about three minutes. So I, I saw the pictures of this Toyota dealership with uh, a bunch of crumpled up uh, Forerunners and Tacomas. And actually, I guess they the, that local dealership filmed some of those videos. They turned a couple of these Tacomas over and they started right up, even over they're crumpled up. Uh, and you couldn't even drive them a foot. Uh, they still started up after they got hit by that tornado. So that local station did some uh, advertising on that. So anyway, your insurance, it's, uh, you know, you, it's going to be based, like I said, on the factors of your ownership experience and also uh, your location. Uh, but one thing about it, you, you definitely want to make sure you have enough coverage in your inventory because, you know, think about the financial ruin that you could go into if you do not have enough coverage for your vehicles on your lot. And I've also I've also seen scenarios where we'll see a dealer go into their office in the morning and realize somebody robbed them blind and stole a bunch of keys and FOBs off of their out of their office and uh, I've read cases where dealers had lost uh, had like 14 vehicles stolen off the lot in one night. So you definitely want to make sure and prepare for the absolute worst. You know, you don't want to go on financial ruin. You always want to make sure you have enough um of coverage. And, you know, you might get some sticker shock getting into this industry and realizing what your insurance is going to cost because insurance is probably going to cost more than your bond More in most scenarios. Insurance is the most expensive part of getting in this business, but it's based on your driving record. And uh, you'll be able to see there at dealerslicense.com. We'll be hooking you up hopefully with some insurance carriers uh, and you'll be able to get those quotes entirely on your own uh, without even interjecting with anyone else. And you are listening, by the way, if you're listening to the Restream uh, on our podcast, this is the Dealer Training Podcast, and we're streaming live this evening. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So something else I definitely want to talk to you about here, uh, you know, most states anymore, most states are requiring you to take some type of dealer license educational course. Okay, almost, almost not all states, but a, a majority of states do require dealers to take some type of training before you can actually get your dealer's license. And every state law is different. You know, some states require a four-hour class. Several states require six. Most states require an eight-hour class. Uh, there's a couple of, uh, like North Carolina's 12, uh, Florida's 16. So, you know, uh, they are definitely requiring dealers to take training. So hopefully uh, uh, we'll be able to help you with that no matter what. Now, you can go to the website, de dealerslicense.com, dealerslicense.com, and you'll be able to have links to uh, educational products if that's helpful for you. The majority of the content that we put on that website are absolutely free, including all the podcasts. You're going to see videos on that website that are not available anywhere else. So I'm doing exclusive recording content on that website. And if you decide to, you know, if you'd like to uh, 
shoot a, a bond quote through the website or an insurance quote, I mean, uh, I would love to get a little bit of uh, commission on that if ever possible, which I would if you buy through the website. So I want you to be aware of that. Uh, that's why hopefully we'll be able to give all this content free. And I do want you to be aware of that. So in your dealer training class, you know, depending on where you're going here, a lot of states, believe it or not, still require you go into a classroom training environment instead of doing it online. Now, there are a couple of states that require the training to be taken online and you can't take it in class. So things have definitely changed here in the last couple of years. Uh, but most most states will allow you to take some type of education online and uh by the way, uh, I do travel the United States, so uh, click on the Get License link there. You'll just be able to find your state, and they'll have a direct link to the training requirements in your state. Many states also require continuing education. That's not the majority, though. There are there are several states that require you take continuing education. Some states will require you take a course every single year. Some states will require it every three years. Some states uh, have a one-time renewal requirement. Uh, and some states have absolutely no continuing education requirement at all. So, uh, uh, you know, so you're going to have to definitely uh, take the training that's required in your course. And uh, I'm sure your educational provider is going to steer you in the right direction and help you get into this business. But uh, I hope that I can help you as well. And when you go to the dealerslicense.com website, I'm going to have so much uh, so many videos posted on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to have them for just about every state, and I'm gonna have. Uh, I like to say, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, have all this content posted for you. So, oh, and and please do listen to the. Hey, if you're just listening to this podcast, uh, the replay of our live stream. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't edit things up. I do everything in one tape. I do no, I, I do no post-production on anything I do. So you'll always hear mistakes, but that's just, you know, that's just part of the gig, I guess. And so, uh, but you know, if you, if you are in a state where I train dealers, I'd look forward to meeting you. I do travel and I do give classes in states that require a dealer class to be taken in class. So, uh, so go to dealerslicense.com. And if you're in one of the states that I train in, I would look forward to meeting you in person. So I give a lot of classes in person. I hope that's helpful for you. Uh, but you, you know, some states do require continuing ed and, uh, you would definitely need most states. I think, not all, but almost all states allow the continuing education to be taken online. I do know a state that requires you come into a class every year uh, for five hours just to renew, which is not really business friendly, in my opinion. Another state, another uh, portion of all of our training courses that you'll be aware of in the videos here, uh, you are normally in most states going to have to register with your state's secretary of state office. And so your secretary of state in your uh, state is not only your state's leading election authority, you know, they're also the leading recorder of business entities. And almost every state is going to require if you say, for example, if you're an LLC or a corporation or a partnership, you're going to have to register with your secretary of state in just about every state, I'm pretty sure. Now, there are states if you're a sole proprietor, you might not need to register, but if you're running a business, you should at least file some type of uh, um, DBA in your state or maybe in your locality, your county or something. But uh, uh, and many states say that if you're if you're going to open as a sole proprietor and you're calling your dealership Sally Doe and your name's Sally Doe and you're calling your dealership Sally Doe, there are some states that don't require you to register. But if you're going to be Sally Doe and you're running Sally Doe Motors as a sole proprietor, you're going to have to either register a DBA with your secretary of state or possibly register with your county or 
your city. So hopefully, hey, chat me some questions here. I'm still waiting, uh, Gabriel, for your other uh, question there. And just let me know what state you're in. And hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, I'll be able to help you with that. So do, do please keep that in mind. Like I said, all my all my uh, videos they are pretty much uh, uh, I pretty much uh, hit record and hit and then hit the gas. But you know, if you're getting into this business, as a side note, uh, you know the reason I got into this business, I've just I, I'm a gearhead. You know, I, I love cars, I love trucks, I love motorcycles, I, I love motorcycles. Anyway, I started in this business buying and selling motorcycles, and at that time, you know, I was. It was a it was a real pain because I was titling all those vehicles, paying sales tax on those vehicles, and I realized when you when you get your dealer's license, uh, you know you're not going to pay sales tax on vehicles. So a dealer's license should in just about every state there could be a technicality in a state that I'm not aware of. So you definitely want to check your state laws, uh, but you know there could be uh, a technicality that does require that. But you know you're going to have to pay sales tax in every state unless you have a dealer's license. So if you have a dealer's license, your state's probably going to allow you to buy a vehicle and then turn around and resell that vehicle without paying sales tax because sales tax really cuts into a dealer's profits. So we don't pay sales tax on vehicle purchases. The customer is going to pay the sales tax. And I had a question in a class the other day. This guy said, well, uh, you know, am I reporting that sales tax on my taxes and do I pay income on that? So sales tax is what's charged on your vehicle. You know, that's sales tax. Just like if you go into Target and buy a pair of jeans at Target, you pay sales tax to Target. If a dealer sells a vehicle, they collect sales tax, and then they submit that sales tax to your state or your county, which is usually pretty automated with dealer software. Some states uh, re- allow you to sell a vehicle, and the customer's just got to go do the taxes on their own. That's sales tax. Income tax is what you pay on your income, and you will definitely want to make sure uh, that you're prepared to pay uh, income on your new business. That's for sure. So anyway, hopefully this information is helpful for you. Uh, you know, you are going to have to register secretary of state and you're not going to have to charge sales tax. Now, a question I do receive a lot, can I get my dealer's license, buy a vehicle for myself and drive it for two or three years and then sell? That's normally not going to be allowed because basically what you're doing in that scenario is uh, avoiding paying t- sales tax. And that's not something that you want to do. You know, um, you know, states want you to get your dealer's license. So you're going to sell vehicles for a profit and, you know, make money selling vehicles for a profit. They don't want you to get a dealer's license to uh, avoid paying sales tax on that Corvette you want to drive for three years. They don't want you getting a dealer's license to put a, a dealer plate on an RV and drive it to Yellowstone for six months and just sell it when you get back. That's not really, really what a dealer's license is four. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So I appreciate you joining me here on the live stream. If you have questions, go ahead and chat those to me. But maybe you're watching the, the restream or the rebroadcast of this. And if you are, hopefully you'll be able to uh, watch all this on our YouTube channel, uh, putting a lot of content on Twitter, but dealerslicense.com. I just launched that here recently. It, it is definitely in its infancy. Uh, my goal is to ensure that you do have uh, as many resources as possible so you can get your dealer's license. Okay. So, and also we'll have links to your state dealer application system. So uh, b- depending on what city your uh, licensing bureau is in, we'll have links to them as well. So I'm hoping you find this uh, advantageous. If if you find this content helpful or more importantly, please, if you think this information that I'm giving would be of value to someone else, I would ask you to please, you know, uh, share our podcast, share our YouTube channel. Uh, as I said earlier, just got f- over 5,000 subscribers. So I was really, really happy to reach that plateau. It's pretty small in today's 
uh, standards for um, for YouTube channels. You know, it's nothing like the million subscribers uh, that you see on a lot of websites. But we got our little goal of five thousand, and I was uh, I was really happy about that. So go to dealerslicense.com. You can go definitely uh, download all the information that you need. So you know, also if you have questions for me. After the uh, after this live stream this evening, you can always leave those comments on our YouTube channel, and I'll always do my very best to answer every single one of those. I do my very best uh, to answer every single one of those, and I will certainly get that uh, taken care of for you. So anyway, if you find this information valuable, I do really look forward to uh, helping you get your dealer's license. Having a dealer's license, it, it truly changed my life. I uh, I actually had another job when I got my dealer's license, and I'll, I was a firefighter. So I was a firefighter, and I was running my dealership on my days off from the from the fire department, and it didn't take very long. And I I I'll be brutally honest here. I was making more with my dealer's license than I was. Uh, on a city fire department that I worked on. And I worked on a fire truck for uh, 20 years, and I decided it was time to take an early retirement. And I did that and got my dealer's license. And then uh, in the meantime, I've been training dealers just like you all over the United States. I've been actually, uh, I've been training dealers for uh, 16 years now. I've been writing dealer uh, programs. And uh, uh, I, I love helping entrepreneurs get their license because no matter, no matter what your experience, whether you've owned, hundred businesses or whether you, you, you've never owned a business in your life, this is, uh, this is the world's greatest business. You can get your license. And, uh, I, I, I tell you what, it can change, it can change your life. I've seen, I've seen folks come back, you know, from the worst, uh, financial condition you can ever imagine. And they, they achieve economic freedom. I also see, I've seen some, uh, unbelievable profits, you know, where some, you know, women or men will take their businesses, uh, to an entire new level, you know, their income to an entire new level with a dealer's license. So whether you got zero business experience or maybe you've got tons of business experience, having a dealer's license, I think, is going to be a great thing for you. So, hey, if I can help anything uh, for you to get your dealer's license, go to dealerslicense.com. And once again, my name's Dallas Johnson. I've been training entrepreneurs just like you for many, many years. And uh, I'm putting all the information that I know now on dealerslicense.com. And I'm hoping that this will uh, definitely help you. So with that being said, thank you very much and have a good evening.